Welcome to Visma Ski Classics podcast, Livigno to Levi. Visma Ski Classics is the long distance ski championships with 12 pro tour events and 35 pro teams, bringing professional and recreational skiers together. We will analyze the events on the tour, portray the legends of the sport, and help you to become a better skier. Once again, this is another exciting episode of Livigno to Levy, and I have a really interesting guest here, Kim Mainpa, the pro team director of formerly Team Mainpa, and now they have a new name, Team Nordic Athlete, and they have signed some really cool big name athletes, and we're going to talk about that and many other, other things. So stick around, stay tuned, and uh, welcome to our show, Kim. Thank you, thank you. Nice to be here. So Kim, now the summer has started, but what have you and your team been up to lately? I started myself, uh, then I work daily as a project manager in the building construction. So I have to do every day and then I have, of course, my family at home. So the racing season ended fast because of the COVID-19. So it has been good with some distances from skiing as well. The athletes have trained as usual the whole season out, each with their own individual training programs and uh, focusing, of course, on the next season. So Kim, you signed some really interesting big names, Modnede Pedersen, you know, the climb competition winner, uh, some Swedish skiers. It seems to me that you guys are really, really aiming high for, uh, for the next season. We started a while back, we have started to think wider in the long distance circus to develop in long times. Indiv individuals are needed in this team sport from both the ski world and business world. The first stage in last spring, of course, was to get together a wide, credible platform for elite athletes. So we, we contacted last season our new sportsman Agar now in, in Team Nordic Athlete, Espen Trelda. So he joined, joined the team already during the previous season to contact new sponsors for this season. If I tell something about Espen, he has also a large network in long distance circus and other endurance sports. He, he has worked in several management groups in large and small companies, business developers, project managers. So he is a good complement to our new team. The goal with the, the new athletes now is to, to have athletes who want to develop themselves and want to share their experience with other team members. I think we have a lot of different experiences that we can share across the borders. And of course, we hope they deliver good results too, together as a team. Last season was very interesting because we had nine races and of course, three races were cancelled. But when you kind of look back, 
How would you evaluate the season from your perspective? How did it go for Team Mamba? I think the season went as we planned except for Nico Nico Koskela's shoulder injury, which destroyed his season. We had a plan when we started to be offensive and try to show ourselves and others that we are a team for the future. And Victor Hans and Hannes did their best races last season. If we go back to Vasalopit, all of them did the best race they have ever done. So it's especially fun to see that Hans is still developing. Hannes also did an excellent Vasalop, considering his knee injury, which lasted many months. He did his first race in January and did an excellent Vasalop too, so that was good. Then we also succeeded well with equipment during the competitions, which we can also thank our service manager, Mats, who had developed and take care of our equipments in a good way. So your teammates really performed uh, extremely well this season, as you mentioned. And uh, quick word about Nico, by the way, uh, Koskela. Is he okay now? He is okay now, and uh, I talked with him last week, and he is his shape is the best what he has ever been. So I look forward to next next season. He's he's a really good skier. He's been in the top ten twice. So it was really sad that he got injured uh, for this season and pretty much had to skip the whole season. Going back to last season and your teammates, Victor. Victor did really well. We all remember his Vasaloped. He was there leading the, the pack pretty much. Uh, and also the, the last season was really interesting because we had so many young skiers. It was kind of the rise of, of, of youth. Uh, but how did this happen for Victor? You know, How come he performed so well last season? And what are you expecting from him uh, come the, uh, the new season? Uh, I think... His season, uh, 2017, with he has mycoplasma taught him a lot. Uh, Victor knows what it takes to reach the top. You can see how how carefully he is with everything regarding, for example, hygiene, exercises, rest, and food, and he also dares to test his limits during the race, which has developed him extremely much. He usually says that he is a two-hours racer, but he has shown us now that he can also perform well in Marcia Longa and Vasalope. He, he, did, he did the toughest job in this year's Vasalope, as you said, together with with the breakout group and placed himself 24. So that was that was very, very good and, and step forward. Did that actually happen by accident? Or was that your plan, that he will be in a breakaway group? It was our plan, yes. And uh, the plan was also that Hannes and Hans should be with him, but... Uh, it, it it was an accident with Hans in the start in the start then he fought so 
Victor did it, but uh, he had good uh, other athletes with him, so they did a good job together there. Indeed, they did. Really good race from him and from all of those, uh, all of your skiers, as you said. Uh, but let's go back in history, back in time a little bit and, and talk about the beginning of your team. How did you form this group? And I know there's a, there's a really interesting history behind it with Hans and all that. So could you shed a little bit of light on the history of your team? Yeah, I'm too bad at the English for telling the whole history, but... First, uh, I'm growing up in a big family with many brothers and uh, I and my brothers competed a lot when we were children. We had a ski track outside the door, which was about 30 kilometers long. And uh, sometimes we weren't in two laps if it felt good. So we have, we have as child, skied very much. In the youth, maybe my my brother and Mats and, and, and serviceman Agenau and father to Victor and Hannes, he got the most passion for skiing in the youth. But but every one of us brothers have 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 done many kilometers during winters as child. So we we have a com- compete head. Yes, you can say that. And then. Ski Team Mainpa started 2050 as a ski association in Ostrobotnia and Finland. And Ski Team Mainpa's first competitions were, were marathon running competitions and uh, also local long distance skiing competitions in Ostrobotnia. There, Hans was a source of inspiration for us and for both Victor and Hannes regarding to marathon running and skiing. So that's something about us. So if I tell something about myself, I am 45 years old and have a wonderful wife and five children. Ida, Robin, Mua, Emmy, and a little star Lea, three years old. So I have, I have a lot of to do. We are an active family where skiing and football and gymnastics are the children's best interests. So the evenings and weekends are fully booked. My biggest hobby and activity in my youth was more ice hockey and MTB cycling. So my passion for skiing started when Ida and Robin started skiing around about 12 years ago. But I have still a goal to ski Vasalop at under six hours before I'm 50 years old, so let's see. That is a good goal, you know, and it's good to keep keep up and, and keep training. You mentioned Hans Mampa, and uh, he's the current uh, world record holder, Guinness world record holder in 24-hour skiing. Uh, I skied against him, uh, and he's a tough guy. But there's an interesting story, and you mentioned he's an inspiration to, to you all, an inspiration to a lot of people. But he had some rough times in the past. Uh, how did he kind of then decide to pick up skiing and come back, come back to shape, so to speak. Yeah, Hans, uh, he was working in, in, in my and Matt's building company there, and we, we in, the, in our company, employees competed very much, and uh, we decided there, I and Hans and uh, some other guys, to stop smoking and start 
start running and skiing. So that is one way forward to this to this uh, ski team member. How much did you guys smoke? A pack a day? <laughs> At least. And you quit and then you started skiing and now you're this good. Yeah. Oh, that, that's really, that is really something. That is really inspiration. How did you feel? I mean, like for, for Hans, for example, when you quit quit doing, you know, drinking and quit, quit uh, smoking and stuff, it must have been hard. The, the first years, first, first days, months, it's not that easy to do something like you guys did. Yeah, no. yeah. Hans, Hans he, he, he moved to Norway then, so we, we, ha- we hadn't so much contact when he was in Norway, but... But uh, when he came back, he, he came to our company and we saw, we saw a little bit he had problems, but uh, we are happy today. He, he, could, he could leave it and uh, start a new life with this kind of sport. So I hope he can uh, move, on, move on with this and uh, don't go back to the, to the drugs. So that might, be, seems- that might be biggest goal for him. It seems to me he's very determined, and he did well, uh, as you mentioned. Last season was really good. I think it was Vasalopet, uh, 50, 50th, correct? 50, 50 was his place, uh, I, I think, if I remember correctly, at Vasalopet. Yeah, maybe it was that time. Was it better? I think somewhere there, I mean, top 50. You know, top and 50, a, yeah, yes. Top 50. And he's not that young anymore. He's 40, isn't he 40 or 41 years old? 79 board, born. Kim is my older brother and uh, he is also my boss at the construction company. So I have a daily contact with him. I think he is a really good boss at the work and also as a direct director. And it's uh, now about 10 years ago when we started the Team Mainpa with uh, Kim and Mats. And uh, when I look where we are now, so... I just can say it. I think we have. He have done a great work. He has been a, a director since the start. So, so, and I know he have a lot of things to do with the work. And he his family is very active at the sport. His children are competing uh, every weekend, and uh, he still managed to do a good job with the team. So, uh, I'm very happy with him. So Team Mampa, now of course you have a new name, Team Nordic Athlete, but you guys been pretty much the, I wouldn't really say the only Finnish team, because there there have been lots of Finnish teams or lots of Finnish skiers, but you are really the only professional one, aiming really high. Uh, but how do you feel about this? Do you, do you feel that we would, or you would like to see more teams from Finland to kind of support it? Or is it good to be just the sole representative of this country no i want i want much more much more teams and and also from finland it's good for the sport so that we have 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 seen since we started is that the situation and interesting have constantly increased in finland but we see also that is it is difficult to get to get a secure platform for long for a long time in finland it come 
comes up new teams and uh, one way one year they are with then then they stop so in finland it's difficult to 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 build something for a long time in cross-country skiing so that that's we have started to think a little bit wider to secure secure a long distance team in finland and not in finland this team it's a, a nord, northern yes <laughs> northern nordic team scandinavian team so we have to we we have to to go across the borders and uh, learn of each other one thing is also this financial part which is a which is a very difficult part also during this covid 19 so we have we have to do to do much to do much from every side but uh, there must be a business also behind a team and uh, i think it's the only way to to build to build for a long time a good platform and uh, the athletes can feel can feel it they are they are on a good team who are looking forward so you mentioned the business side side of things is that the problem in finland that you don't find enough sponsors or how come we don't really have any strong teams besides you guys from this country from finland yes the the, the business business side it, it's a big, big problem in finland to, to to get money to this port so so that's why we had looking across the borders to secure a platform for a long time so that's why we 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 call team nordic athlete that means we have we have skiers from norway sweden and finland that's we have a uh, more possibility to get sponsors from every country. So you are really expanding across the borders. It is a Nordic team. You have now skiers from Finland, Sweden uh, and Norway. Let's talk about them a little bit. Your new recruits, Modnede Pedersen, uh, the two uh, ladies from Sweden, the ones, the new ones. Yes, Morten, Morten Ede, he is an... an, an Athlete who who deserves a captain role in our team. The same time we 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 think he can lift the other athletes too. He has a he has a long long distance. He has a long experience of long distance skiing. So he is definitely definitely a skier who competes for the champion vest next season. And then we have a uh, Lin. Who, who is a, a new skier in Visma Ski Classics, and uh, I think we we need several new skiers, especially to the women races. And she has also a good good technique for double poling, so I think she can surprise many next next season too. So. And Hedda Bongman, who just returned, you know, from the states. Yes, Hedda. Hedda is a is a good 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 uh, what is it now? Good good complement to Lynn. So I think they can they can deliver many good competitions to fans and audience coming season. So she has a high capacity and her engines engine is is uh, very good. So I think. Her start and career in long distance skiing are going to to go well. 
So with these new recruits and your old team, you know, the solid team that you have, it seems to me that you guys are really looking at performing really well. Like assume, I assume that you guys want to be like in a top 10 in terms of the pro team competition and in other competition categories as well. Yes, I, I think we are going to, to be on podium at least, at least six or eight times during next season. That's our goal. So I think we, we can fight with the top three teams. That's a hefty goal. You must have goals. And a good ones. And those are good ones, definitely. Yeah. Visma Ski Classics, let's talk about that a little bit. You've been part of it. You and your team have been part of it for a while now. And it was a good year, uh, anniversary season, 10th year so far, 10 long years. And of course, long distance skiing has been around for 100, 100 years or so. But now when you look into the future and look at the look at the brand as it is right now, how would you kind of evaluate Visma Ski Classics, its importance to the sport, and what do you wish f- uh, for the future? Yeah, first, first I'm very, very, very satif- satisfied with the Visma Ski Classics and the Pro Tours organization, especially to see how they, from Visma, listen to the pro team's wishes and always wants to improve and get get better together. And something which I want we could develop a little bit more for the audience and uh, the TV production. So it's something you could be more developed, especially timing, the athletes timing during the competition, how we can get it better. So that's one thing. What do you mean with the timing? You mean like following more real, skiers? Real, real timing when you're sitting home at the sofa, seeing how you can how you can follow a special skier. Everybody have a fan which they will follow, and, and during the competition, it maybe they don't see see the see them at all. So that's something who we can who we can develop this this side. But I haven't. Uh, answer now to it but it could be like an app or something that you can kind of like with have a vasalope that you can follow but that is a good point a lot of people say that it will be interesting to see other skiers as well not not always the leading ladies and leading guys that is a good point what else do you think might be good are you hoping to get skating races longer races uh, mini tours anything like that no, this is long, long distance ski, and so race, races must be long, long. Something I like to see is races in more different countries that develop, develop the long distance skiing too. And of course, I want to have more races in Finland. Finland is a good country with, with much snow. So it could, be, it could be two races in Finland. We have, we have good places for that. What places could work? For, for another race in Finland? Uh, maybe Vuokatti is a good place. And uh, in Lapland we had other places too. Maybe Rovaniemi, maybe, yeah, whatever. Or maybe down south. Of course, it's always a snow problem, but we have places here. Yeah, we have places. Let's talk about training a little bit since you are the pro team director and your guys are training pretty heavily as we speak. So Kim, 
you are running your own team and your athletes are, of course, pretty much into their summer training at the moment. What are, what are they doing? And are you guys planning to have any camps, ski camps, training camps? Or is it just individual training until the situation kind of clears out? Yes, we have we have we have already a plan for next next season, and uh, and uh, our our first upstart camp is in Idrefjell after midsummer, where we're going through our master plan for the coming season. So, and much other things. So, that's that's. A very important important plan for the next season and uh, the athletes uh, athletes are now just training training with their own programs and coaches so we just we we just do the plan for the next next season and, and camp so it's going to be exciting the first camp here to learn more about each other so so Kim, what is your training philosophy, your and your teams? Do you have sort of an overall philosophy, some kind of guidelines that you follow? No, 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 no guideline. The most important training philosophy and, and chemistry should be between the the athlete and the personal coach. The 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 athlete it's important that the athlete can listen to his body and convey the right information to the coach. To reach the, the top as an athlete, you need to use your strengths probably and train for the weaknesses. So you pretty much, so you pretty much uh, say that it's an individual job, that you don't have an overall kind of a it, philosophy? It's or... pretty much individual job. You think it's pretty much an individual job, but what about your job? Is that an individual one as well, or do you work together with the team? Yes, I I work as a team team director, and my 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 most important things to do to do for the team is to 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 get the plan for camps, uh, booking hotels, trips, cars, um, and. Uh, and try to try to have the the, the uh, answer over, over all of them, so so that all all of them fe- felt good. So, what kind of happens behind the scenes? Is there any anything mysterious taking place, or is this the kind of routine? Yeah, we have we have good routines. We have been five years now in the Wisma Ski Classic, so I have my routines and uh, programs in my computer for planning and uh, during the competition services uh, where, where we where we go and how long time it take from A to B to serve there. Uh, so we had good plans for every competitions. So it's 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 a it's a routine now for for us to to plan every every competition and, and camp so that's not a problem so you would say that the planning is a key factor it's a key ingredient yeah uh, in in your job yes it's it, it's the plan the plan to get the most the best best service you can get to the skiers like Vasalope, for example i know that you guys always come with a huge service team for that particular race Yes, uh, both in Vasaloppet and Ullas Levi, we used to have uh, uh, at least uh, six groups 
who who serve serve the athletes and uh, many cars and I think I think we have one of the best service groups. Maybe I'm not sure, but maybe. It sounds to me that you have <laughs> very, very, very. It sounds very good. But speaking of other teams, other pro teams, or maybe athletes, is there anyone that you look highly upon that is kind of inspirational to you in terms of a pro team director or an athlete, a skier? I don't think so. We, of course, you look at everyone and see see who how they work, but we usually do our own plan during the competition and testing skis and but of course we we follow we follow for example the top three top three pro teams how how they how they ha- handle it during competitions and is there anything you have learned from those top three teams by watching them yeah a little bit you learn every competition you learn something if you want to learn something so Yes, we have we have taken with us very much, and now now for the team it's it's coming more important how we how we plan the tactic for during the competitions. So that that is good now when we have Morten in our team, we work as a team captain too to to plan with us the tactics when we have now Morten, Victor, and Nico, for example, who can be up there in the leading group doing tactics together and see see how the plan developed during the competition would that mean that your guys are ready and willing to do breakaways next season yeah i hope so what does it actually take to be in a breakaway victor was in a breakaway at vasa lopet and we saw so many breakaways last see uh, last season sometimes they worked out sometimes they didn't yeah it was it was our tactic during last season to be offensive and they 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 could follow it so it, so i'm very satisfied with that victor is a skier who can do the little extra for the team he always think for the team's best he is he is happy for every everybody who who wants the competition in the team. So, so it's a good skiver. He he work for the team and he work will work together with team members. So that's good. And then what about the ladies side? You mentioned earlier Hedan and Lind that they are really strong. They can work together. But now we have Marit Björgen coming back. Maybe when Teresa Juhag will do some races. Uh, Lina Kuskreni is training really heavily. And so is Britta, Britta. So what are you expecting from the female side? Yeah, we must see the first year. They can, they, they can come and just follow, follow the others and, and see. So we, we, we haven't put so much pressure to them. The first year they must learn much more. But uh, they, have, they have good qualities to, to be there on the top. So I think they, they are going to... to to be in, in, in front of the leaving group very much. Lin is a good, is a good sprinter, so I think he can t- take many sprint points for the team next season. So. so that is important for you, the sprint competition? Yeah, we have, we have did a little plan for, the, plan for that too. And what about the climb competition? Mortenay de Pedersen won that particular one. He is. It's a usual usual vest for him. So so 
we must try to get the champion this year, maybe. So you have many categories that your athletes can get points you know, for. And Hannes, Hannes, he, he is still in the youth group, so he can he can he can still fight two years there. So I think if he if he his knees start to hold for running this summer, then he can become a dangerous even this winter. Yeah, Hannes have also good sprint qualities. So I think I think both in in sprint and and, and the youth competition he 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 can he can do 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 well. So it really sounds to me that you are covering all the bases, and your team will be extremely strong come the next next season. But next, let's talk about the future a little bit more. We've been talking about the next season and the kind of the goals that you guys have, but let's expand it a little bit more. Let's go a bit further and talk about the uh, the future of the sport and skiing. So that's coming next. So, Kim, we've been talking about your team and your plans for the next season. But if you look a bit further ahead, let's say like a five-year plan, because I know that you like planning. So, in five years' time, what do you expect to see? How well do you think your team will perform? I think I think, I think we are a top pro team who have built a good good platform and... and uh, a stable business ground, so so the athletes can just have focus on com- competitions. That's the plan. And are you going to sign more big names in the future? Yeah, big names. Every every we we, we sign we sign people who who want to develop and, and want to go to to do job together and work for the team. That's a very important point in our team. So, so we we are looking forward. What about any Finnish skiers? Are there any really good elite skiers that you could sign for your team? You had Ari Luusua, who's really good. I mean, he was in the top ten. He was uh, on the podium when he was in your team. Yes, we have we have some 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 questions, but we. It could be more more Finnish skiers who, who who was interested to develop develop themselves only for long distance skiing. They must take the decisions in, as young athletes. To, now now I I want to develop myself only for long distance skiing. And we have we have we have just few skiers in Finland who who take that kind of decisions uh, maybe more in Sweden and Norway but we have more skiers there too but you must earlier take there to take the decision to only prepare your body and training for long distance skiing why is that in this country why is it difficult to find good young long distance skiers in Finland because you don't want what you what you want to do, you must just take the de- decisions. You can't you can't train for boats to be a good long distance skier for boats tradition. Normally competitions, you mu- you must you must dare to take the competition or decisions to just train for long distance skiing. You can also see that double pooling is is is, is the best gear. In, in classes technique to take you from A to B. 
So if you have a good double pooling, you are also a good normal skier. And you can, we saw that too in the Finnish, Finnish championship when Victor double pulled in Finland at the, in, in the podium, but he, he became disqualified. But that shows something that the double pooling, double pooling, you must, you must train double pooling and the upper body to become a good skier. And for the audience, uh, as you mentioned, Victor actually got a bronze medal at the Finnish uh, Nationals, uh, and he was the only skier who double pulled that race, but he got disqualified, I guess, by doing a little bit of skating steps on an uphill, although lots of people said that he didn't really do that much. I mean, it wasn't anything different, you know, from, from the other skiers, but that's the way it goes sometimes. Finland, you do, are you saying that a lot of young skiers are trying to do kind of both. They're still a little bit uncertain, unsure about the step they need to take. So they're kind of they're doing both a little bit of a traditional skiing, then trying their wings on in long distance. Is that kind of the problem? Yes, I think that's that's one problem of them. But uh, we need also to think big, bigger and don't be so egoistic. So. What was good in the past can actually be made even better t- today. So I think also every every active coaches who dare to think new and follow the, the developments in, in this this sport get 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 also the athletes fighting in the top. We I think we need a need one one Kimi Raikkonen in the long long distance skiing in Finland. When will we get one? Uh, I think uh, Team Nordic athlete can 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 introduce one or pre- present us one. one. Yes, I hope. So. Yeah, me too. Let's let's hope that. But you're right. I mean, what you're saying is pretty much the kind of the path that a lot of Finnish skiers are taking. For example, Adi Luusua. That was his way. He tried to qualify to the Olympics and the World Championships. He did a little bit of a long distance skiing on the side until last season which was really pretty much the first season that he focused solely on long-distance skiing. So I think you're right. I mean, lots of skiers, at least in this country, in Finland, should decide much earlier if they want to go for long-distance. Speaking of of long-distance skiing in this country, what else do you think we need than just a good race like Ulas Levi and, and a superstar from Finland? so that the long-distance skiing could rise up again in this country? Yeah, it's... it's. Uh, I don't know what is the best way. It, it, it must come from the juniors, I think, from the associations, every associations. You can, you can especially juniors, young, young, elders, just start to train a little bit more double pooling, if you can see if that's a good... He has a good technique for double pe- double pulling, for example. So every 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 everybody junior don't must doing same things in during a training in the associations. You you can have every every kind of specialities. I I as for example a little group who who just want to to develop double pulling. Let's them do that if it's their interest. So that's that's one point to who we could develop more. 
from young young juniors. So it's a bit of a training training issue that we can coach them, uh, show them what to do in terms of the double polling and and developing their their capacity and strength. But also events, I think, on the event side, because. Finlandia Hito, for example, used to be the biggest and the greatest in the world in the 80s. And it's not that anymore, by far. So something happened there. And same with uh, all the other ski races. We have lots of ski races, long-distance ski races in this country, in Finland. But not that many are really that big. So perhaps there's something should, that should be done on that side as well. Yes, it has been a, a little bit problem of course, the winter conditions have not been so good last last years, but but we 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 I, I, I don't know the events and, and participants in the events uh, are not enough. So more amateurs must come come with us. I don't I I don't know what we do wrong. It is a tough question. I guess nobody knows, but we keep working on it and hopefully we'll, you know, Les Levy is a good example of a great race that is constantly growing. And you mentioned that uh, there should be one more in Visma Ski Classics. Of course, Visma Ski Classics helps quite a lot. And uh, But when you think about the, you know, the future of long distance skiing, the sport itself, this year was in some parts really bad, like in Southern Finland, some Scandinavian places, but then again, in other parts, really good. Up north, there was so much snow, and in certain places in Central Europe as well. But in the long run, are you ever concerned about long-distance skiing and its future? Every, everything starts with acti- activating yourself instead of complaining, but we will always live with different winters and weather conditions. As I said, we have seen last years that weather conditions in U- Europe have been more challenging than modern northern con- countries. And for the survival, it would be good with events in more different countries. For example, Germany and Austria could organize pro event competition together with Wisma Ski Classic. So the interest for long distance skiing is increasing through various events for both elite skiers and amateurs. So there we have also the Visma Challenge Tour as a good complement to the Pro Tour. Speaking of Visma Ski Classic Challenger, you said it's a good complement. What would you like to say about it? Yeah, I think I think it increased the interest to long-distance skiing. From, it starts from amateurs or, or young athletes who, who, who want to be participant participate in, in the Visma Ski Classic series. So so that's a good start to start in Visma Challenge, I think. So So it's definitely a good addition to the uh, the pro tour that we have. And there are lots of more things coming from Visma Ski Classics. Of course we have the ranking ranking and many, many other things. But you mentioned the activation that everything kind of boils down to the activating yourself. So kind of as a last thing, what would you like an audience tips, what would you like to say to those people who would like to pick up the skis and do long-distance ski events next season? What are your tips, advice? Start, start training earlier during the summer with 
with whatever, running or roller skiing and some strength training and and it's going to taste much better. Also, if you have if you have about 500 or 1000 kilometers on skis before competition, but uh, remember to compete only against yourself. It's going to be good. A lot of training, but it depends on what, what kind of goals you put. If you have only a goal to keep, compete against yourself, so, then it's going to be fine. And as a last question, this is a little bit different one. If, if, if the genie in a bottle were to grant you three wishes, so what would those three wishes be? My three wishes is now during this COVID-19, I wish just health times three to everybody. That is a good wish. Thank you very much, Kim, and good luck with your team. I think your team will be really strong, as I said earlier. It'll be interesting to see how well you guys can perform. Thank you. This podcast is a W Sports Media production.